What's up, everybody? I'm Tracy. And I'm Kiana. And this is... Date Night. Woo, finally did it right. Yes. <laughs> you guys don't even know. That was, that was, whatever. Worth it. Anyway. Anyways, what are we doing, babe? Well, I wanted to do something fun, which, well, I don't know if it's fun. It's fun for me. Probably not for everyone. But September, I decided from now on until the end of time that September will forever be known as Disappointing Movie Month. And what that means is a movie that you were like, excited for, that you couldn't wait to see, and it turned out to just be super disappointing. Like, yeah, not even like not bad. Yeah. Like, everyone's got a bad movie, but some where you were just like, oh, come on. Why did you do this to me personally? Exactly. Especially when you read a book and you're excited for that book to come out in the movie theaters and they just trashed it. Yeah, it was trash. <laughs> it was trash. But we're not talking about your movie right now. We are talking about my first pick. So what is your first pick? Babe? My first pick was a movie that I was super psyched for because the first two installments had been great. And I was like, there's no way they can mess this up. We're getting all the things that we as fans want, and it's got to be perfect, right? Wrong. <laughs> this movie is X-Men The Last Stand, also known as X3. This movie disappointed me to my core. So why did it disappoint you? Because it just, it didn't, one, it didn't do anything. We were supposed to, we got to talk about it because I don't want to get into yeah. that. But I will just say it like this. When you call a movie, let's say... For instance, not this movie, but let's talk about, let's say, Age of Ultron. I'm excited for that because mm. the Age of Ultron in comic books is a very thorough thing. We get literally 90 minutes of Ultron. That's a day of Ultron. That's not the age. Like, it's it's just it doesn't live up to what it should be, and okay. I think that's part of the move, part of the problem in this movie. Okay. But so obviously, anybody who's not familiar with the X Men franchise, you know, you've got uh your Halle Berry's, you've got your it's a guy's name, Hugh Jackman's. You got your Patrick Stewart's. Uh, you got your Ian McKellen's. You got fucking Anna Paquin for some reason. Just <laughs> ruining the fuck out of Rogue. She wasn't bad. She was bad well, in all I don't, three movies. I didn't read the comics, so I didn't know what to expect. She's I think bad. the first time I did see this, I was all like, oh, okay, it's, it's good. But then when we sat down and rewatched it, I was like, yeah, because I remember last you. week you were giving me shit. You were like, oh, what are you talking like, about? It wasn't a bad movie. I like it was. It was still okay. It was disappointing, is the point. <laughs> <laughs> so, we start this movie where all movies should start with the flashback. That's not the flashback one. Yeah, it is. Wayne's World. You got to see it. Okay. You'll figure it out. I was like, that's a flashback. You'll figure it out. Uh, okay. So yeah, we go. They're going. We go back to when they Professor X and Magneto, when they're still cool and shit. They go to see Gene. Sidebar: Another reason I'm really upset with the X Men franchise as a whole is they keep fucking up their own story. What do you mean? Because by the time Gene came to them, which was in X Men Apocalypse, I believe, in the the newer ones, she was. Professor X was already in his wheelchair and all this stuff. And this one, he's walking. Like, their timelines are all messed up. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense. They've been jumping around, but then trying to tell us that they're all part of the same continuity. It's fucking stupid. But, anyways, we go there. The first thing I notice is the bad CGI on their faces. 
I didn't notice that. You, how I'm did you be not? Like, it is clearly two I guys walking with that. fake heads on. I did not notice oh that. And I, and I wouldn't have noticed it, but there was a spot when uh, Magneto looks to Professor X and the camera's on him uh-huh. and the head moves a little bit. Like, it just starts jiggling to the oh. side. And I was like, oh my God, they're fake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back and see that. It's I... some dudes with green screen mask on. Like, it's <laughs> so irritating. They tried to smooth the face out, make them look younger. Like, they're still old. Right? They were all, all tight. Their skin was very tight. I didn't notice that. You're still old. You're still so old. Like, it's, it's no, you can't do this. But anyways, yeah, they're there. Huh? I said, like, an old, young look. It was gross. It was like in that Tron re- the Tron sequel where they, like, had Jeff Bridges, young Jeff Bridges. They fucked his face all up. But anyway, Gene, we're meeting Gene again to set up this entire movie and this is the same shit you know that you've always seen oh your powers you know you could be you know you have the potential to be great or you know just yeah, we can help you just sitting there looking at them like you know how can you help me she just she has that like she's just standoff standoffish yeah. very beginning she doesn't want nothing to do with them really. they were like we know what you're going through and she's like oh really and then she has to lift up every fucking thing in the yeah, neighborhood all the, just to prove a point even the water like, <laughs> but like he didn't just read her mind though that was the thing like she's she brushed him off his mind reading him she was like we're like you. And she was like, no, you're not. And he's like, yo, I told you. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? I'm like, and, even... te- and talking to you telepathically. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, she was just like, whatever. I can do this. Like, she's better. I'm <laughs> she better than you. Like, <laughs> we're, we're really getting down to it. <laughs> I don't want to just read. Maybe my... that's what she meant. Like, power wise, like, what do you know? But then that's the thing. Okay, so they talk about we can help her control it. It looks like she had. Some pretty good control to me. She lifted up every freaking car in the neighborhood and the water. Maybe because, like you said, the phoenix just acts on impulse, and yeah. she just letting her impulse control everything. So. Yeah. So that was it. That's that's literally the first scene. We get to the next scene before we even get to opening credits. Right. We're going to the next scene, and we're talking. Oh, we're going to, yeah, the next scene, and this. And this is just boy. as gross. It's Angel, yeah, young Angel, cutting off his wings, cutting off his wings. And yeah, that was gross. Was All the gross. blood and stuff everywhere. I will say this kid is doing a great job though, because he sold the shit out of this. Because I believed. I was like, oh no, I'm so. Hurt. Ew, yeah, I yeah. Had that, <laughs> that look on my face like gross. <laughs> I, I, I just like. He's he's got all the cutting utensils in the world in this bathroom. Yes, everything. <laughs> he's got scissors, hacksaws, nail the, one of those old school cartoon nail files. <laughs> like saws, he's, he's got fucking everything. And his dad's banging on the door. Warren, Warren, come in. I was like, what is this door made of, bro? If you'll just break that shit down. Exactly. <laughs> but he's also, you know, probably a businessman, so he's soft. Opening credits. And then we go to where this is okay. Now, the next scene where they're in the assimilation. The danger room. Yeah. So. Say it. The danger room. Thank you. So. <laughs> so where I kind of felt like, okay, when you're in a simulation, isn't like everything like kind of like a hologram pretty See, much? Yes and no, because the, the weird thing about it is. This is the first time we've seen the Danger Room in these movies. Mm-hmm. But the Danger Room exists in X-Men lore, and it's, we've, they've spoken about it at least in the other movies. But in the comics, he said that, like, you know, it's a simulation, but the threats are real. 
which is kind of fucking weird, weird to put yeah. students through. Well, no, why. I think it's weird because, but how? How can you, if they're in a simulation room and it's Technology. like hologram, how can you, like, if something hits you in the face, you can feel it? It's not a hologram. It's real. Ish. I don't know. <laughs> I don't well, know. But I will say this, because in this, in this scene, we get what's left of the team anyway in Storm and, and Wolverine leading the youngins, which is Iceman, Rogue, which I don't understand why she's here. Oh, Rogue? Rogue. Like, everyone is useful. She essentially is not. Isn't she, though? I thought what can she, she do can, now? like, can't she, like, uh, touch somebody and take their powers? And yes. She but can she does nothing. Colossus is here. He could turn to steel. Iceman obviously has the ice thing going. Shadow Cat can shadow cat you know phase through stuff and rogue is just standing around running away like they're all running away but they're all like doing something defensively they're helping she's doing nothing but the thing i was going to say is this scene could have been more to this movie because we do get to look at the sentinels when i first saw this trailer i thought the sentinels were going to be in the movie they're a big part of x-men culture and all that other stuff you said the signal sentinels oh sentinels. the, 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 ro- the robots that they were fighting in the simulation okay the sentinels hunt mutants they're designed to hunt mutants which lets me know that they are aware of the sentinels and we never got to see that part okay like that's very important and they never brought it up in the movie but that would have been pretty cool didn't they make a movie like that when wolverine had to go back in time yeah days of futures past okay also a disappointing movie Actually, I, I had no expectations by that point. I was just like, eh, well, it's an X-Men movie. <laughs> uh, I guess yeah, I, I gotta sit through this one. <laughs> you don't have to. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I, I was disappointed. But he's, they're basically not on the same page. He doesn't want to be there. He keeps saying like, oh, where's Scott? Scott, I'm, I'm a sub. That's what he said, which is fucking weird. You're not a sub. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like he's like, don't look at me. I'm just a sub. Because Storm is clearly the leader, and she's just like, hey, like she got kinda, irritated with yeah. him because he wasn't working as a team. So she got mad, like you know, we're a team. We do this together, never alone. Right. And he was like, well, you know, you guys were screwing it up, so I had to, I had to improvise. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much sucked. shit on them. <laughs> they just walk by like, well, fuck <laughs> you too, Logan. I'm getting tired <laughs> of this. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, and then. We get to like uh, Scott looking sad, and I don't like. This is a weird thing in movies. Mm-hmm. How long has he been sitting there in that spot? Because this is time has passed. Yeah. It's not like it was like X two was yesterday, and this is today. So you know, I can understand him being still like shaken up and not moving and sitting in that one spot forever. How long has he been there? Because movies do that a lot. They'd be like four months later and it'd still be like even in uh, Avengers Endgame, Thor is still sitting there looking stupid. Yeah. Like how long have you been sitting there? I feel like um, I don't maybe he wasn't sitting there long because he had his clothes on getting ready to go somewhere. That's why it doesn't make any sense to me. So he showered, got dressed, was like, all right, back to my brooding. Like what? Let me go get some pancakes. Oh man, these eggs are good. Yeah, okay. About this. That's what he really wanted to do. <laughs> so whack. <laughs> it is so whack. Yes. Very whack. And now, so what? The next part is that they go. Oh, Wolverine was walking upstairs, and he walked past Scott, and they exchange words. Yeah, they do the oh, hey, I miss her too. And Scott's like, why are you talking about my girl like that, son? Yeah. Like, no. 
don't tell me that you because what he was about to tell her was like hey i loved her too and scott was about to be like bro i will blast your head clean off your shoulders right now what are you talking about and i never understood that because throughout all three of these movies logan has always been like really antagonistic to scott but he's also been kind of a dick about the way he feels about gene to scott like mm-hmm. he's always been a, i could take your chick kind of dude and it's like kind of so messed up has but has wolverine and gene had something going on before have gene, they ever in the comics yes and no okay. like it's she clearly has a thing for him but scott's her man and she's apparently loyal but she's clearly got a thing for him mm-hmm. and it's she loves him just like he loves her they in the in the comics even in the cartoon they always go back to that like he doesn't go to their wedding because he's too busy in the danger room trying to basically kill himself because he can't deal with it. Like, oh, that's wow. his deal. He's just, he just can't deal with it. He's beating up uh, holograms of Cyclops because he just is upset that he's marrying Gene. Gene finds his ass half dead and he's still kind of like, hey, we could still have a thing. And she's like, yo, you see me in my wedding dress right now. Like, it's, he's kind of wow. a, he's an asshole. Like, yeah. when it comes to that, he's an asshole. A complete asshole. But, yeah, that's always been the thing. And then, because even like, because we go next, like we fast forward a little bit. We get Beast. We enter Beast. Beast is finally in a movie. Yay. And Kelsey Grammer plays him and he is great. And I don't think anyone else should be playing Beast, especially Nicholas Holt fucked it all up. But whatever. He's doing great. But he's introduced as like the president's right hand man or yeah. something like that. Or well, his token he, he's a, Yeah, with the mutants. Like he's his go-to guy with the mutants. So he pretty much just hired him to handle everything with the mutants but because they show him that they captured mystique and, he, and he's immediately like nah you didn't yeah exactly <laughs> like she's gonna kill somebody but that's cool she was like no don't worry we've stepped up security and he doesn't get antagonistic like most people would he just kind of like all right <laughs> if you say so it just keeps it pushing but uh that's what like all this stuff happens we get the uh the whole storm and rogue interaction where they find out about the cure because that's why he brought him there uh the president brings in beast to tell him hey we've got a cure for the mutants or whatever yeah, Beast is immediately asking, obviously like, how do you know blue. it works and like yeah like you know pretty much told him like you know this is gonna start an uproar right like yeah. this is it's it's not right he pretty much tried to talk to them yeah, he did and they were just like well this is what it is yeah because he was kind of because when he brought it to him he was like you know this is gonna like do some shit he was like i know him that's why we're hoping you can talk to them which is like having a token black guy be like hey could you make sure that all the other black people are on board it's like mm, that's not how it works mm-hmm. and like that's what he was trying to tell him but obviously he was like so the first thing he did was go straight to the x-men excuse me and tell him like hey yo there's this this cure and they're all like and and all of them have mixed emotions about it like yeah. right off the bat professor x is like holy shit there's a cure that's crazy and then storm is mad she's yeah, mad right she's off like, the bat like, fuck they, that shit yeah, ain't no cure what do we need a, a I'm cure not for sick, bitch. exactly like we are who we are it's not a sickness and then yeah not a disease like we're yeah. mutants and then and then even like beast is like obviously being blue he's like you know not all of us can fit in you know some people would welcome a cure yeah storm is and storm is kind of she's very unlike a little kind of assholeish here too because it's just like hey she's you're a- talking to a blue monster mm-hmm. and a girl who can't touch anyone i'm pretty they- sure miss lady who has the power to control the weather mm-hmm. it's not fair across the board like i see but that's too 
they're thinking about it differently. Mm-hmm. Like she's looking at it's a gift. It can it could be a gift and it could be a curse. Yeah, depending on who you are. Exactly. That's why I said when you asked me, would you get the cure? I said, shoot, depending on what power I had. Like <laughs> if you had uh Wolverine's healing, would you get the cure? No. If you had Cyclops' eyeball blast, would you get the cure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we wear damn shades all my life. <laughs> Those shades are fucking awesome. You have if to just you had let's say the blob's power the blob yeah is a you're did in you, my face i'm like you, who is okay, that okay did you see uh you saw wolverine origins right that's the one is, with gambit one, and saber tooth and okay yeah mm, forget it blob's <laughs> power is basically he can create a gravitational pull around himself that makes him a move that makes him what immovable he can't be moved okay yeah, I would get the cure if I have that. <laughs> what type of power is that? It's a cool one when you think about. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not moving. To... <laughs> well, when you, you say it like make me. when you say it like that, it sounds. Um. Yeah. Nah. Stupid as hell. So anyway, so now that this this cure is getting around, the Morlocks they're living in the tunnels. They're talking about it. One dude, he's he's super naive. He was like, "We gotta get some people together, talk to Congress." And I'm like, "They're going to fucking murder you on the steps, bro." Exactly. They don't care. And they boot him immediately, as they should have. Like, shut the fuck up. But they're all talking about it, and that's when we get Magneto. Yeah. He just shows up, which no one saw him come through. I feel like that's important. Like, <laughs> especially that girl with the love yeah, that she can sense levels. Callisto, yeah, she can sense power levels, and she didn't. She just noticed he was there. Come on now, a little, little, little more exactly. consistency with your stories. And it's like you know, like you said, everybody is. Everybody's pissed off. A lot of mutants are pissed off about this cure, and I feel like Magneto feels. Magneto uses people. He feeds Definitely. off that anger, Definitely. and he was all like, "Hey." You know, let's do this, but I don't give a fuck about you guys, so you're probably gonna die. Yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> because this version of Magneto is still when he's like, mutants are superior, mm-hmm. so we should be in control. Later on in the comics, he kind of like calms that down. He's more like, mutants just want to be left alone. Give us our own shit. I told you he ends up getting his own island where, he, you know, mutants come and live and they fucking bomb that shit. Yeah. Like, all that stuff happens. But yeah, he, him and Pyro are in here basically antagonizing everybody and he they're all yo if you're proud to be a mutant where's your mark and then he shows them that like his barcode or his number from when he was uh, in the holocaust and stuff like that he was like nah son i'm never getting marked again exactly and that's where this movie really starts to take place because right after this scott finds gene and i need you to to discuss this because this was so dumb yeah this part was it was confusing like because he's been hearing her voice so i was wondering okay did she lead him to that lake Mm -hmm. because he just took off his glasses yelled and did that little blast he blasted it yeah and the water created like a big old circle so i was wondering okay was she down there the whole time did she really tell him like in his mind to come find her in so many ways because when he did that, it just and you you mentioned that uh, I guess she was supposed to be in like some type of bubble or something. Well, that's what the professor says. Yeah. He said that she, which how the fuck does he know that? But he and, um, he says that she was in a cocoon of kinetic energy, which are telekinetic energy. Which what? Exactly. And so I think what she needed her. She was been needing her strength all this time, and then she 
used her telekinesis. I don't fucking know. <laughs> that part was like, weird. Like, they didn't explain it. They didn't explain anything. And I was kind of disappointed, too, because, yeah, you're shocked to see her. But, but then again, shocked. you're not asking no questions nah. to what the hell. You were dead, but how are you alive? Nothing. It was well, just, yeah, oh, she I immediately, you. Like, hey, take off your glasses. He's like, what the fuck? She's like, I can control it how you've been underwater what were you training no exactly <laughs> there was no questions asked and he did it and then they kissed and yeah. then all of a sudden vampire shit yeah, i don't know like she pretty much disintegrated him yeah because that's they that's don't really exactly. show it nah yeah they just show his skin turning like well like black lines in his yeah. skin and, then that's, and then that's when it. the professor he's getting he's been getting this a lot in this movie like he's just been like i feel that oh he, i know where this is but it's like what how are you doing that without cerebro like it wasn't that the whole point like you couldn't reach that far with your your telekinetic with your tele with your telepathy yeah. without cerebro but now he's just like no i feel that oh no that happened oh no so yeah they're over been, here like maybe he's been training himself man fuck that he's too old he should either be at the <laughs> pinnacle or not at all like <laughs> it's, it's a lot of uh a lot of parts i need explaining yeah because then they, they go and that. they find gene they find cyclops's glasses floating around but they no, never asked what made me a little and then this part when they got there it's super foggy they can't <laughs> see and well i don't know if storm can see since she controls the weather if she has like some type of special of eyes power. but it's super foggy and then wolverine finally says i can't see anything and she's like i'll take care of that for you, you like should have been why exactly <laughs> you should have did that when you guys hopped off the the ship and that was the thing, because I was going to say, you, you, she couldn't have without the setup from him. She needs to have those snappy one-liners, because who cares? Why is Holly Berry still in this goddamn movie? Like, she should have been replaced after the first one. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I don't care what anyone says about it. Holly Berry is terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Ugh. Anyways, getting, that's when Professor and Logan are arguing because he tells Professor X tells her about the Phoenix and Professor X tells Logan about the Phoenix and he's like, oh, wait, so you just locked up her brain or something? Yeah, shit? and I was like, Logan, at, at anybody, Logan should understand, like, he was kind of stupid in this part. Like, if I feel like if the professor is doing something, he's doing it for a reason. Like, why are you questioning him now? Yeah. Like, he told you that her powers are super dangerous, and she can't even control them. No, and you're yeah. sitting up here throwing a hissy fit, talking about, that's not fair. Who gives you the permission to do stuff like that? Yeah, and he's like, and yo. <laughs> but, then, but then Professor X, the way he brushes him off is hilarious. He's like, I don't have to explain myself. Exactly. Least of all to you. <laughs> It was like, yo, if you don't get the fuck out of my face, exactly. son, like, oh, who are you talking to? I'm Professor X, bro. I will turn you into a baby. <laughs> like, get out Can of here. He? Well, mentally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, he's not going to turn him into a physical baby, but he can literally. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't the first time he's threatened him, but it's, it's just dumb to me that he's just, Logan is so in an uproar being fucking stupid about it. And then, yeah, fuck Logan, man. He's kind of a, yeah. Yeah. So then we go over to uh, Mystique is in. They're transferring her somewhere. They don't say where they're going, but she's switching to, like, different people trying to get out. And the police officer uh, basically told her, like, you know, shut up. You got one more time, and I'll smack you. Like, be quiet. So she told him, like, you know, when I do get out of here, I'm going to kill you first. 
And he's yeah. all like, yeah, right. Like, when she said that, I'm like, okay, something's about to happen. Like, like, can I can I get off? <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. How do you know you're about to get free right now? <laughs> but we also skipped the part, kind of, because it's important. They show uh, Warren, a.k.a. Angel, is supposed to be getting the cure. Oh, yeah. And they, they show he has to get... And you said it, too. He was like, why does he have to be strapped to this table? Why yes, is this so crazy? Yes, they were strapping his hands down, his arms, his legs. And that was weird. Ooh, that shot looked horrible. Whatever happened to regular old syringes? Like, exactly. They loaded that it up a in a gun. gun. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right, son, I need you to stand still. For real. And right when he seen that, he, he was, was like, wait like, a minute, I changed my mind. And they're like, no, we discussed this. He's like, no, you, you discussed Exactly. This. You wanted this for me. I don't want this. I like But I also my thought it was weird. If you're telling everybody that there's this cure, they haven't seen anybody yet who's actually been cured. So why not televise this? I thought that yeah, was right. That would have been, been the move. You, exactly, you, tele- that you televise that so everyone can see it working. Mm-hmm. But they kind of just were like, we're just going to hope people believe it. Pretty much. Yeah. Because what they did, what we forgot to mention is that the, the cure is this kid's blood. It's this mutant. His power nullifies other mutant powers. Mm-hmm. So they suppress the gene, blah, blah, blah. They figured out how to do all this other stuff. Science, science, science. And yeah. So back to Mystique, because this <laughs> shit is awesome, actually. I do enjoy this scene a lot. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So... Like I said, if I was the guy, I would have just been like, what's about to happen? So anyways, they're driving and Magneto's in the middle of the road. And I just like, wow, he's such an asshole. Because he could have scooted the cars over nah. or something. He had to literally crush a car, then throw it like that shit was nothing. And then he crushed, like he just scooted one out of the way and then flipped it over like... He was just killing all these people. They were dead. There's no if, ends, or buts about <laughs> it. They are dead. So many people did not give no. Fuck. I know because it was just like crush, dead, right, flip, blown up, <laughs> dead. That one's going. That truck thing flipped over, dead. Like the only people still alive were the people in the cargo part, and then they die immediately. Yeah, because the cargo cart stops, and that uh, officer like rolls back into her cell and she grabs him and like just snaps his neck with her with feet. With her feet. Mystique is an absolute badass and they ruined her in the fucking Jennifer Lawrence movie <laughs> and her stupid face. Yeah, so then Magneto gets on, he gets in the cargo truck, they let her out, they're looking up the other criminals that's on the bus, yeah. and, I mean on the cargo at what? Well, I was gonna say, because this is another thing about this movie that bothers me. Uh-huh. Just a complete waste of characters because we're getting two characters, one in the Juggernaut and the other in uh, Mad Rocks, a.k.a. Multiple Man. Multiple Man amounts to nothing. The Juggernaut just runs throughout this entire movie and does nothing, really. He gets into that fight with Wolverine, and then he doesn't do anything till the end of this movie. Like, all of these characters we're supposedly introducing, the Morlocks, there's three of them, four of them that they show mm-hmm. as, as they're meant to be actual characters, and they don't do shit through the whole movie. What's the point? What is the point of having all of these characters if we don't do anything with them? It's just whack to me. That's super whack. Yeah. Super whack. Like left out for better like like movies, other movies and stuff. They just canceled it. Well, yeah, because then this, to me this is where this movie completely stops dead where Mystique sacrifices herself. Oh yeah, for Magneto. And he's, again, he's an asshole for this. Asshole. He just left her like, well, 
He didn't even say thank you. He said, oh my gosh, she gave her life for me. Now you're not one of us. Yeah, basically like- <laughs> he was like, I'm out. Sorry. And just left her. Yeah, because, the, the, and that's when we find out that they're weaponizing the cure. And that's fucked up. And yeah. that's exactly what Beast was talking about. About, like, yo, you, you say you got this cure, but now you're not giving people a choice. You're basically using it on them as a weapon. Fuck y'all. Only weaponized cure. Weaponized cure. Weaponized cure. Wait, so for the are you talking about the government? Are you talking about what in the government weaponized it? Or well, it had to have been. Who else is gonna? Who else authorized it? Okay, I thought she was talking about the other part when Magneto was talking about he was gonna use it against. No, no, that comes okay. later. This is when because okay. that's what he tried to shoot her, shoot Magneto with was the cure, and that's how yeah. Mystique became And they traded human. all their guns into plastic guns. Yeah, well, not yet. They didn't do that yet. Because that gun was still metal. Because oh, okay. he took it, and uh, he's been keeping it with them. Like, look how cool this thing is, guys. Ooh, it's not cool. So, yeah. So then you get to um, uh, Jean wakes up. Her and Logan are, you know, getting a little hot and heavy. Which is dumb. Because it's why. It's just like there's Logan, still this is how much of an asshole to ask. Scott might be dead somewhere, right? Yes. Logan is just like, "Hey, you okay? You look good." And she's like, "I feel better." And whenever anyone who's been in a near death experience wakes up and talks about how they feel better, something bad is about to happen to everyone. Pretty much, it's just it just. Why do you feel better? You should be dead. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense to me. But she is. She's just like, yeah, I feel good. And she's like, I do what I want. Takes off the belt telepathically, and they start getting hot. She like scratches him all the way down to the he's beat. Like, ah, like, like I know he was like, what the fuck? Right. But then he heals up, so she does it again. She's like, ah, right, give me another one of those. Yeah. So then he finally gets control of himself and was all like, hey, where's Scott? And she's like, fuck Scott. Pretty much. <laughs> like, what did you do? And so. Jean comes back because the Phoenix, I feel like the Phoenix was taking control of her. Mm-hmm. So Jean comes back and she's telling him, like, to kill her. Pretty much. Yeah. Just kill her. And he was like, I can't. Why? No, we can help you. We can fix you. And she said it again, kill me. And then the Phoenix comes back and throws Logan against the wall and she just goes. She, yeah, just she leaves. leaves. She leaves. Which, where? Where does she leave through? Because nobody else saw her. Like she's they're down in like the low level. Mm. So where did she go out of? Somebody had to have seen it at some point. But apparently nobody did. Nobody. A whole school of children and teachers and whoever's and no. nobody even remotely heard what happened until Storm finally comes through and she's like, Hey, what happened? And I feel uh, like Jean. Professor X should have heard. He heard everything All that psychic shit that he's been doing. Yeah, he didn't hear that what was going on down there. That's what I'm saying. Like one minute he can hear Scott dying all the way across the country, but he but he can't hear the commotion downstairs in the basement. Like you are insane. This makes no sense. And then she goes to her old house. Which is weird because you said which you because you pointed it out, which I think is what might be what actually happened. She was like, her parents still live there? No. There's probably a family huddled upstairs somewhere. Right? Like this crazy lady just broke into my house. <laughs> Her pictures aren't even up on the wall anymore. It's a whole new family in there. Nothing. And you, and get, you get Magneto and Professor X. They basically do the same thing. We're gonna go talk to her, but this time 
differently. <laughs> yeah. So Professor X is talking to her, and Magneto decides to, you know, uh, pretty much cancel everything that Professor X says and telling Jean, like, oh, he just wants to use you and he doesn't want you to be you. And Professor X, all like, you know, this is not the time. This is serious. Like, you don't know what her powers can do. And he's still not listening to Professor X. He's still egging her on, like, yeah. just pretty much trying to piss her off and turn her against Professor X. And he, you know, does what he always does. He tries to get into your head to calm you down. And she was all like, get out of my head. And they they had a sterile. And though that's when like she starts using her powers to make everything windy. Yeah, everything's windy, <laughs> everything's lifting up, everything's just going. And that's bad. when the fights happen. So Wolverine's like, fuck that, I can't stand here and watch this. So he tries to run in, Juggernaut flips this motherfucker over immediately, throws him through the house, which is weird because you pointed out too. Magneto's only order was don't let anyone in the house. Yeah, he threw and Magneto, him right yeah, in the house. And Juggernaut's response was, let me throw him into the house. Exactly. <laughs> throw him through a window. You know, it's okay. And then just beat his ass in the house. Yeah, he beat his ass. Pretty much. like He beat his ass. And then Storm and Callisto fight. And Storm's getting her ass handed to her because apparently Callisto's just super fast. Which is never something she was able to do in the comics, but whatever. What was her power in the comics? She can read mutants. Oh, okay. That was it. <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah so then but this is where shit gets cray cray so during the scuffle Jean is like losing her shit she's she lifts up Professor X and she's about to kill him and we all know we can feel it happening and everything goes like still but not still no I shed a tear on this part every time I see it I don't <laughs> it's so sad he had he, it coming. He just looks at Logan and pretty much was like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> How do you shed a tear and then go, bye? <laughs> okay, guys, bye. This is it for me. Because he did. He just like smiled at him. Yeah. Yeah, but that part was sad. And it was sad to see Logan cry. Yeah. Because you never. Well, no, because he cried and he cried in X2 when Gene dies when she sacrifices oh. herself at the end of that movie and him and Scott are hugging it out man hugging and he's like she's gone she's gone oh god she's gone that's how that's how exactly how it went down they word had for word. no scuba diving equipment to go right you like have back a kajillion look. dollar jet <laughs> you have this state-of-the-art mansion a danger right, room with functioning holographics that's not the area of specialties he's like, like what scuba diving equipment hmm. no we specialize in danger right? holographics over here <laughs> you're scuba we're, we're not search and recover we're you know search and recover <laughs> I don't know what they do then what's we, their we, point we fight but then yeah so all this happens they have the they have the funeral and it's sad-ish everyone's crying people are sad and then Bobby holds Kitty's hand and then Bobby this, sure does a lot. Bobby has a girlfriend. This and, is funny to me, and that's funny to me because Bobby does. Bobby has a girlfriend, and he takes Kitty out to go ice skating, which is a which is a fine gesture, but it's too I'll much. Tell you exactly, just like we was watching the movie. I'm like, okay, no, you don't make no other 
chick. Wild. That's a, that was what you, you said. That's make, extreme as fuck. Yeah, fun. you don't make no other chick happy. Oh well, shoot. She just gotta be sad. She gotta be sad. Let her find some a man to cut to you know to hug her, take her out. That's too much. You guys are that's like right. a date right there. And then so obviously like throughout all this, the only thing Rogue sees is the part where she almost falls and he ha- he grabs her. He's like, oh, I got you. She's like, mm, hmm. I think she was looking at it more though. I don't think she was looking at it. Well, like it shows that. it. She literally just opened like the uh, her curtain the moment she starts tripping and falling. Yeah. So it's like that's what that's what she sees, and obviously I, she. I, yeah. yeah, I think she's feeling she's mad about that, but I think she's mad too because like she told him like I can't kiss you, I can't hold your hand, like we can't do nothing. But then she's a real douchebag because he was like, "Yo, when have I ever put that pressure on you?" And she was like, "But you're a guy." All right, everybody Shut knows what up. you want. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, to be part of the X-Men. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, it's kind of, it's, it, yeah, I don't know. She's got a gripe, but she also doesn't. Yeah. She's she's See, she's being a little extreme about it, and if that's the reason she made her choice, because this is that the exact time where she's like, I'm leaving here, fuck this place, I'm going to go get the cure. And Wolverine was like, yo, this better not be for some boy. But I don't think it was just for him. I think it was for, yeah, I think it was really for her because she's probably, who knows, before she even met Bobby, she's probably been feeling like this. You don't know what she endured in her past. Well, like if she accidentally killed somebody or. Well, that's the whole thing because in the first movie, she kisses her boyfriend and that's how she finds out. Yeah, I I remember. She puts him in the coma because, and that's, and that's the story throughout like Rose's entire comic book, everything. It's the same story she goes. You know, I was with this guy. I kissed him and I put him in a coma. You know what I mean? And after that, I knew what my powers were. And she hasn't touched anybody since. Yeah. So, I mean. Like, you never know, too. Like, she probably wants to settle down, have a family I, one I day. agree with that. So. Because even, like, I, I, I'll, I'll spoil it. It doesn't really matter. Because at the end, she does decide to get the cure. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this isn't what I wanted. But then he's like, and, and which is the stupidest thing you can say to a woman. I mean, come on. It's not about you, dipstick. And she was like not nah, is what I want yeah but once again like this is another one of those things where there's three scenes like I think in the the deleted scenes one where she gets the cure mm-hmm. two where she doesn't and then but one of them I don't think she comes back and I think that's the difference oh, okay cause yeah you, you're not welcome here you're not a mutant anymore later loser still her home well she definitely can't be a part of the team now <laughs> useless <laughs> absolutely part of the cleanup crew yeah that's fine <laughs> She can do that. <laughs> but yeah. So where are we? Where are we? She gets Okay, so after cure. she turned, uh, then they had the funeral. Well, they had or, the funeral. That was after. Oh, yeah. That was, that was after. after we did that. And this, oh, because this is when uh, they, they're they like, oh, we found out where. Well, no. Okay, we skipped that. We skipped that. We skipped that. <laughs> Gene is somehow calling Logan. That's where we're at. Yeah. So he figures out where she is. He goes there. He's fighting a couple of dudes or whatnot. And this is another part that I was telling you about that kind of bothers me a little bit. He gets stabbed right through the stomach twice with by Spike with two spikes. Oh, yeah. And his shirt heals. Yeah. <laughs> his shirt. It's like blood right there. But then, like, the next scene you see his shirt, completely fine. No holes, no nothing. He's got to. Yeah, that is weird. It's just. It's like they was like leave it, leave it, and they don't. No one's they gonna won't notice. notice. Yeah. Little do they know. <laughs> That's all I do, baby. That's all I do. Yeah. So he finds Gene. Gene. Um. 
Jean's walking uh, somewhere by herself and her and Logan are having a talk. Magneto shows up and pretty much controls what he's yeah, been doing all controlling three the movies. metals and he was all like, you know, Jean's not well, she's come back and I'm not leaving here without her. And then he just flicks him he like, was like, yeah, yeah you, you are. are. And then, yeah, flicks him away. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. But then it said in this exact same scene, Magneto was talking to to uh to Gene and he's like yo uh this is the power you know we want to do this and that we're trying to build or whatever and she's like you can do anything you want and then she does she starts fucking with him she's like she takes that cure cartridge and she starts pointing it at him and he starts freaking the fuck out and he's like enough yeah. and she's like you sound <laughs> just like him he was like, no, no, he immediately right? backed. Like, no, I'm not. No, no, he no, wanted son, to no. control you. And she's like, and you don't? No, I want you, I want, pretty much I want you to thrive off your power. Like, yeah. be you. But he literally calls her a weapon in front of all the Morlocks. So it's not like, you know, she should have known then, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a means to an end kind of deal. But that's, but this is also a part of that I have to this movie. She doesn't do anything. No, she, she doesn't. She doesn't do anything this whole movie. Like, once she becomes, quote unquote, the Phoenix, she does jack shit. She's just there. She just walks yeah. and stares. Because we get, much. we have other scenes. We have when uh, they go to the, like you said, it looked like the abortion clinic scene where Rogue oh, yeah. goes to get the cure and then there's a bunch of people protesting. Bobby's there. Pyro's there. Pyro blows up a fucking building and then Bobby's just like, yeah, no, what happened? <laughs> right. Just walks away. It's then we get, now. yep, and then uh, we get to where well, then Mystique comes back. But before we get to that, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. Uh, it's time for a break. It's not a thing. You know what? <laughs> we're going to break and cut. <laughs> and we are back. We are back. And we are drinking which we always forget to do at the beginning. Always. It's cool. But it's cool because we got you in the half. But <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we are drinking Colorado sweet red wine. And it's, it's okay. It tastes like fruit punch. It tastes like grape jelly to me. It tastes like what? Yeah. <laughs> Let me taste this again real quick. No, I'm not getting that. No, yeah. I'm not getting that at all. So that's what it tastes like for me. But I will say, though, I am, you know, I'm rejuvenated. What so are you a, doing? I'm doing, like, <laughs> the break dancing. Okay, where were we? Mystique pretty much got super upset. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. She got so mad because of what Mystique, because of what Magneto did to her. And she pretty much told everything, his whole operation, what he got planned, where they were hiding. And they were all happy about that. But then I did ask you, who was was Mystique? Was Mystique being, like, sincere with her snitching? See, and that's a very good question. was it a plan? Because when they got there, it was that one guy who could make multiples of himself. Multiple man. Oh. Him. Yeah. Another way to care. This is all he did this whole movie. And he yeah, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what I, I would like to know, though, too. I'm like, did she, who, who did she set up? See, here's the thing. The reason I find it hard to believe it's a plan, they left her there 
when would they have had the time to eat a discuss like hey go tell them where we are so we can get one guy captured they don't show everything in movies yeah but why it doesn't make any sense that that was the plan it only makes sense that magneto left him there mm-hmm. just in case like like he it, felt like he was like hey if they it. don't are if they were following us so they could um, have somebody to arrest true because it doesn't make any sense for him to lose for, for it to be a plan if you only lose one guy like it's not a very good one you didn't yeah. you didn't gain anything but time and your magneto let's be real that's not really a big deal so i don't think she snitched i think she legitimately well i think she snitched i think she legitimately told them what what the plan was and magneto just had a contingency for it mm-hmm. i think that's it but it's still stupid yeah he was like hey stay back one guy make yourself multiple guys so that when they come i mean it's it's stupid but kind of smart in the same way because you're leading them off your trail so in case they are monitoring us and he could make multiples of self multiple of himself it looks like there is a, a group of people there still like oh they haven't done anything yet they're still like you know in yeah. the camp plotting and scheming. i mean that's cool but the bigger problem with this is a they have the footage from like a like a thermal camera so all you see is heat signature so yeah. yeah it looks like there's a bunch of people but the soldiers on the ground don't notice that this is the same fucking guy you know what i mean like they're not looking at the thermal cam shit they're looking at the people they're like all right wait a minute that oh no 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 that guy yeah. this is bullshit like you back the fuck out of that it's dumb and then they're like, oh, we're back at square one. We don't know what we're doing. Like, yeah, you do. We know where he's going. Maybe. You broadcasted where the cure was being created. Of course, that's where they're going. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't it maybe too because it was dark? Duh. Who knows? But then, yeah. So Multiple Man is the fall guy. We get to see him once. Yay, that was cool. No, it wasn't. Movie. <laughs> Stupid. Then, that's when we get, like, uh... Wolverine goes back. He's like, yo, I know where they're going. I know what's going on. We got to get there. And he's like, but we don't have anybody on our team. And he's like, yo, straight up, some of us are probably going to die. Right. <laughs> we're a team. We're looking at it and we're all not going to be back. But we have to go stop them. I would have been like, why? <laughs> I don't think this is our fight. This doesn't seem to involve us. Why are we caught in the middle of this? This seems weird. Because they always, that's X-Men's thing. Okay. Like, so I will be 100% honest. X-Men is my favorite comic book of all time. I love the X-Men. But the idea of the X-Men is insane. They are child soldiers for the most part until they grow up and they're adult soldiers. But they're children and they are thrown into battle all the time. That's terrible. They probably acts and like, hey, you guys ready to go? Sure. But that's the thing. Okay, it's like <laughs> Professor X's promises, oh, I'll, I'll help you control your powers. But he's teaching them how to, like, destroy giant robots. But why the fuck would because, you need to know that? And that's why I asked they you, don't teach too, that in regular can school. See, can he see the future in some type of way? Because he's preparing them, and he's also teaching them at the same time. You know, but... and I like think I said, he just it's, wants an army. I don't think he wants an army. He wants an army child army of mutants <laughs> for when he when people be like 
Holy shit, turns out Professor X was the real Magneto. I think it's just like a safe place for them to go because as a kid with mutant powers, you're just, you're scared and the way they treat mutants don't make it any better. I mean, that so part I get. It gives them a place to go and then they grow up and pretty much make the decision they want to make. But I think, like I said, the X-Men is pretty much there for mutants who are doing bad because I feel like that's really all they fight is mutants who are up to no good and they go and take care of them and they want to invite them to the school and if they don't well you, you're going to jail or something in <laughs> jail no <laughs> somewhere jail where they can't, no mutant uh, somewhere where they can't harm people because even like in like the comics now when like I told you like Emma and Scott take mm. over the school they literally split them into like houses like Harry Potter and they compete in like mutant shit like you're teaching them combat nothing you're not teaching you're not giving these kids a chance to be like hey do you want to yeah they're for they're being forced to be in these combat simulations and these trainers like why else would you do that unless you're building soldiers like maybe to uh control their powers right there too because if they ever do get into a fight maybe to control the situation to de-escalate it to the point where they won't kill them why are you not at this school you should be teaching because clearly <laughs> all Cyclops and that. Professor X wants to do is fuck everybody up. <laughs> but yeah, so then this is where we get the bridge. The bridge scene where Magneto literally lifts up the golden the golden the golden gate, golden state, golden great bridge. Golden gate golden bridge. Gate. And I, I had the question too, like why were everybody was running away? Like they were going <laughs> towards like no, I would be running the opposite way like well maybe they were afraid he, of all the people that were there they didn't look like they were gonna get them you don't know that we don't I know they just lifted up a bridge i would have probably stayed in my car like that family did <laughs> and they locked the door yep can't get me now good old doors that's what these locks are for yeah. right honey <laughs> no i don't know it's dumb to me though because it feel like the whole purpose was to get them across the bridge right he moves the bridge but why the whole thing and I just like break yeah. a section off and like go. But then I feel too, yeah. Why why not break a section and just just fly it over there? That would have made more sense. But he literally took like half the bridge and was like, all right, let's put it down right here. Yeah, he, he tore most of it off. Yeah, just yeah, it was yeah, weird. it was dumb. But that's and once again we get back to this movie. Jean is doing absolutely nothing. She doesn't have no lines. She literally just exists. She's just standing there. She walks across the bridge with them. And then when money. And then <laughs> they get there. They get there and they're like, uh all the soldiers come. That's when they do that's when they switch to the plastic shit. And Magneto's like, oh shit, they've learned. Oh, uh, yep. Cause that, that was his thing, yep. You're like, humans never learn. And then it Maybe. wasn't working. He's like, oh, <laughs> uh, I guess uh, they did well. learn. <laughs> immediately take that and then back. he was like and this is why we send the pawns yeah he first. sent all the other ones first to die which is fuck like if i'm following magneto at this point i'm like bro that's fucked up like i thought we were supposed to be mm-hmm. like together in this shit mutant superiority i believed in you but you're literally letting all our people die why sacrificing them yeah and this is i don't like this part either the because there's a bunch of generic mutant powers like immediately like half of them just do a jumping power thing like that's your power you jump that's it like it's just so generic like i hate it i hate it so much and then the x-men show up and they all have to do a a very special entrance (laughs) we're here don't worry guys we got this now it's pretty much what they told all the soldiers like go do 
They were, yeah, he was something like, you guys go secure yeah, the door. Get the else. fuck away from here. We got this. Colossus just comes down. Blah. And then fucking uh, Storm has to, you know, fly and make everybody know that she's cool with the lightning and stuff. <laughs> Wolverine's clawing his way down. He's sliding down. And Shadow Cat and fucking Iceman go through the ground and pop back up. And he's just like, oh, hell no. Yeah, man. don't you ever do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I could imagine. That, that shit probably, probably sucks. He's like, oh, my God, all my molecules. <laughs> I can feel them. <laughs> And then he's like, hold this line. And they immediately all break the line. <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty much. Beast jumps in the crowd. He starts beating Just start giving everybody the good old I will say I do like this scene because he's beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah. And I loved it. Storm finally uh, fried Calypso, Calypso after she just kept beating her ass Calisto. over and over again. Callisto. After she kept beating her ass over and over again. And then um I do I, I do like that scene though because her little her little lip piercing oh, yeah, thing is all lit on fire <laughs> and like hot and stuff. It's so stupid. Dude. But that, now you want to pay attention to detail. And then what is it, Juggernaut? Juggernaut, yeah. He goes he's like, go get the child and kill him. And this is the one thing that bothered me too, because it's always like, where are those people at in these movies who always just be like, Yeah, gladly, like if you have to do a job, you do a job, right? That's one thing. But him just being like, fuck yeah, I get to kill a kid today. Exactly. Easy, buddy. <laughs> Easy. Why are you not a little more apprehensive? Well, they are criminals. Are they? Yes. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, then Shadow Cat was all like, I'm going to beat him there. So she's running and he's running through the walls and she jumps and like pulls him down. And then she just. Which, why? Why do people always have to look back and just look at their handiwork? Well, she did. She had to talk shit to him. Yeah, and then he was like, do you know who I am? And then we get this famous line that got repeated in a bunch of other shit. I'm the juggernaut, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) And that's... Yeah, he is. And he was really... like He was right behind her when she was running. Yeah, he was blasting through the walls. And see, the thing about it is... So here's... Here's the extent of what the juggernaut can do. Once he gets momentum... He is unstoppable. It's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot cooler in the comics when the when they show it. This he just runs through walls. Yeah, like that's essentially what they have him doing. And that's it. He's running through walls, and she's going through, and then she, you know, tricks him, does the old Bugs Bunny joint, like, "Oop, I'm not actually there." And he keeps going, and he realizes what happened. And it's too late. And then she finds she finds the boy, and she tries to face through the wall, realizes her powers wouldn't work. And this is the thing that had me that also upsets me too. The lack of devotion to the comic book source material kind of bothers me. Mm-hmm. The Juggernaut isn't a mutant, so therefore his powers should not have been nulled by oh, this kid. Oh yeah, because that's but what yet I was they were. too. Because he runs into this wall and instead of going through it, he literally just knocks him out. Which is, and he's gone for the rest of the movie. The rest of it did he did the? We'll we'll talk about that. I want to know if he dies. But no, they, I didn't even show it. That's what I'm saying. They didn't show anything, really. It was just yeah. like, job well done. So, yeah, she gets the kid. We don't even know when she got him out. That was it. Yeah, that, that was that part. That's she, fucking stupid. After he, after he got knocked out, then they did walk away, but then it, it's a cut scene to somewhere else. The, to the fighting outside. Yeah. And that's when, that yeah, because... Oh, so fucking stupid. There's nothing else going on here at this point. Uh, Pyro starts lighting cars on fire. And then uh, Iceman finally, <sighs> Iceman finally confronts Pyro, and this 
is one of the things that I can I, I think I can safely speak for all people who are excited for this movie. We wanted to see Iceman go full ice for a long time. Obviously, it's something that he does in the comics. It's one of his the coolest things about him. And we were hoping for a fight scene. No. No. Iceman and Pyro meet up and they just shoot stuff at each other. Like, and they're going back and forth, and Pyro's getting the upper hand, and he says this stupid ass line. You should have stayed in school, Bobby. And then Bobby has this <laughs> stupid ass retort after he headbutts him unconscious, apparently. Yeah, he goes, turns into full ice man, and then just. You should have never left. No. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I was. Yeah, that. I it mean, I didn't fight. have any expectations for that, but that was a. a Anticlimactic. Yeah. It, it wasn't a good scene. It didn't amount to anything. It was just like, oh, hey, you guys finally fight. Like, you've been kind of teasing it this whole movie, like they're going to fight each other. Mm-hmm. And then they don't. Like, I would have liked to see them throw blows. Pyro's power is fucking amazing. Like, it makes. The movies make it seem like he just shoots fireballs. Yeah. But he can literally control fire with his mind. Like,. Mm-hmm. So the idea of him being able, like in the comics, he turns it into birds. He has like a whore, a chariot made of fire that he shoots at people just for shits. Like that would have been cool yeah. to see, or even if you weren't gonna do all of that. So then it's kind of like they just rushed through the movie. Then. Yeah, because even if they weren't gonna do all that, they could have had them do like a shootout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of them just pushing each other with the with the fire and ice. Fire beats ice. We know that, but they could have had like a shootout where they're dodging each other, missing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something. Then they finally get in close and maybe they throw blows for a couple of times. Then Iceman goes full ice and then he gets the upper hand because now the ice makes him stronger and more durable. Yeah, but that would have been better. It was just a waste of that opportunity of these two characters who clearly should have been fighting mm-hmm. each other, like, period. But I don't know. I, this is why I say like this movie is disappointing. There's just so much potential here wasted. Once again, Jean is doing nothing. Nothing. <laughs> she she's like just standing there yeah, watching all this shit unfold. Yeah. After that, Magneto was all like, you know, I'm sick of this, and he thinks, uh, oh, Logan. Yeah, they, they had the yeah, plan. They had a plan, a plan of distraction, and they distracted him, and the beast uh, put the cure on his chest. Yeah. And he starts like shaking and withering. Yeah, and- which is another dumb line because okay. Storm brings in the fog once again. Why the fuck are we not doing this from the beginning? <laughs> and then the plan is basically Logan jumps out at Magneto. Magneto catches him in midair and he's like, you never learn. And he's like, yo, but I do. And then Beast comes from behind him through the fog and stabs him with the fucking uh, cure, which is pretty fucked up because they cured him and they didn't want to. But I get it. Yeah, you know, you got to do what you got to do. He got like five. <laughs> yeah, they like hit him with like five of them joints. He didn't hit one. It was like, oh, yeah. He might even be dead. That's an overdose <laughs> on cure. I don't know how much cure you can legally take before. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was. it's a decent plan. Yeah. So. And it's fine how you get rid of it. But the other part of this movie that I don't like is there's no real, like, the bad guy here is the cure. It should be the government and the cure. Right? Yeah. But the bad guy is also somehow Magneto. And then right after this, because Magneto's like, Look what they want. They want to turn us all into something, she says to Gene. And he starts talking to Gene. And then Wolverine is trying to calm Gene down because she's, you know, the phoenix is about to get crazy. Well, it's looked like it's working for a little bit. Yeah, until the freaking police came or the air marshals came and just started shooting at her. And And he told them, like, no. And she caught all the cures in the mist and disintegrated them and then disintegrated all of them. She And this is the thing. It's very picky. 
apparently the disintegration is super fucking picky mm-hmm. because she disintegrates all those soldiers or whatever none of the X team get disintegrated not a single one everyone inside of that building gets disintegrated that we see we don't know what happened to Shadowcat we don't know where Iceman is at this point we mm-hmm. haven't seen Colossus we don't know what the jug what happened to the juggernaut we don't know what happened to Pyro we don't know what happened to the rest of well the Morlocks we saw what happened to them that old boy Pinhead the one who was with the needles he oh, got disintegrated yeah. him and the other two they got disintegrated but weren't they outside they were running outside that's what I'm saying so everyone is getting disintegrated except for the X team they're the only ones who are exempt because um, he's like quick get to the jet I got this <laughs> disintegrate proof it's <laughs> not a thing <laughs> that's, that's the uniforms it has yes, to be yes that's the uniforms I, I also asked that question I hope they're bulletproof because otherwise they're wearing those things for fucking nothing <laughs> like it might be just to look cool like no they better be bulletproof <laughs> I promise you if they're not bulletproof I'm not wearing it yeah so Logan she's getting all crazy her eyes all black and Logan like you said told them to go get back to the ship you know um i got this so as he's walking towards gene his shirt is disintegrated his yeah. pants are disintegrated uh no never mind his pants were on yeah, his pants um, <laughs> no pants no pants <laughs> his which is weird if his shirt got disintegrated why didn't his pants everything because it's blasting then, him yeah, over and over again exactly and then his skin is getting disintegrated but it's growing back and he finally gets to her and she was all like, you know, uh, he's trying to talk to her, and then she asks him to kill her. So he does this well, time. She, she before that because she says, "Oh, you would risk your life for oh, them." Yeah. And then he has this dumb, this dick ass answer. He's like, "For them? No, fuck all them. <laughs> I would do it for you." Like, I'd have been like, it's been you real, the whole time. Real classy, Logan. <laughs> real classy. You're class act, buddy. You. <laughs> Fuck that guy, man. <laughs> He's a dick. Yeah, so he ends up killing her, and then yeah, everything stops. Yeah, everything goes back to normal. Kinda. Sunshine and rainbows. And then angels flying over. Angel's an irritating character in this movie. Just flying for no reason. It's not like he's going anywhere. Okay, Angel. <laughs> Did you say like, oh, that's a bird? Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the, the the shot where it's like him supposed to be him flying over the Gate, It just looks like a seagull. It doesn't. There's no legs. There's no arms. It just looks like a seagull. Like they took a shot of a bird. It was like nobody's gonna notice this. <laughs> this is dumb. This stupid. I hate this character so much in this movie. It's it amounts to nothing. Once again, because they advertise Angel in the in the. Uh, the trailer like he was going to be something in this movie mm, like he was going to have a nothing. bigger role absolutely fucking nothing bullshit bullshkovic so yeah so like I said everything's all sunshine and rainbows now uh, the little boy who's the cure he's going to the uh, ex school um what else yeah I, I mean then this, is, this the... is the road where she comes back and she's just but I put, duh, of course she was going to get the cure. Like, anyone who saw this and was like, oh, she's not going to do it. It's a fucking dweeb. Of course she's going to do it. It makes no sense for her not to at yeah. this point. Her power is to absorb other people's powers, but she has to hurt them in order to do it. Who would want to just continue exactly. to be that? Like, yeah, she's gonna hurting people for the rest of your of life. Of Fuck that. Give me the cure. Sorry. And then I also had a question, okay, because mm-hmm. they show two at the end. Um, Magneto and he's playing chess and he well he's at a chess board ain't yeah, nobody playing with him he's holding his hand out and the chess piece starts moving and 
and I was like, okay, so does the cure not last? Why didn't Mystique get her powers back? She only got shot with what, one of them? And that was it. Yeah. He got shot with like five of them, and his powers are coming back. And was that chess piece metal? That's a good question because I don't know of any metal chess pieces. I don't either. <laughs> I've never had a metal chess board or anything I like know that. No, there's glass ones. Does glass count as metal? No. That's no. been fun. It could have some irons in it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know fucking either. know, man. But either way, even if we're supposed to believe that it was metal, he is getting his powers back. It's a very good question because it's never addressed. They don't make another one that, that gets to it because immediately after this, we get Wolverine Origins. It's the next X Men movie in the lineup. So. No. Ugh, did anybody else have that version that where yes where they're showing oh, i remember when i was watching that i was like is it supposed to look like that like it went out yeah and then it was like gray like mm-hmm. clay like they was just putting it together like what is this you got the trial run I don't know why y'all be bootlegging shit. Uh, I was young at the time. It wasn't my bootleg. I just nah, watched it. I couldn't do it. I was out buying bootlegs. Because once I heard somebody say that, I was like, I cannot watch that movie with that. <laughs> I will not. Also a disappointing movie, but it's not going to make Wow. Oh, I am so sorry I dropped the mic. Good. <laughs> this wasn't the time for a mic drop either. You said nothing. You said nothing that warranted it. So uh... don't know what you're doing here. But yeah. That was dumb. And then there's the stinger scene at the end where at earlier in this movie, Professor X is teaching a class about something. And they show um, this this lady, Moira McTaggart, who is a comic book character with this guy who's essentially a vegetable. He's brain dead. That's how they do it. I don't know what they were talking about. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is that they showed him. And that was important because at the end of the credits of this movie, uh, that body wakes up and says, Moira and Professor Essex voice and he's like Charles movie yeah like, that's it. that was it <laughs> they like once again it amounted to nothing yeah cause they like you said they didn't even do anything with that with nope. those parts there was no movie after that we just mm-hmm. got Wolverine because the closest thing to like that's supposed to be like right after that was the Wolverine, that movie, the second Wolverine movie that he did. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of that, Professor X and Magneto meet him at an airport and they're like, hey, shit's about to go down. But then they never explain what happened. Magneto's got his power. Professor X is back alive. And he never even questions it. They're just like, oh, that's the scene. Be ready for the next movie. And then that's Days of Futures Past. Yeah. So do we even need to go over what you get this movie? <laughs> I give this movie a two because it's got some okay action sequences, but it's trash. It is just, there's too much source material from a comic book for you to not have a good story. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty much my, my biggest gripe with any comic book movie that fails. All the material is there for you. How are you failing? Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to do anything, but transition it to screen. That's your job. Your only job. And people still fuck that up because they want to take liberties. Like, I feel like a lot of movies like this, a lot of movies that are based off the books and comic books, they don't cater. They don't cater to the people who, to the fans. That's pretty true. much. They don't cater to the fans. That's true. Because they're in their head is okay because there's going to be people who aren't fans who are going to be also seeing this movie. Yeah. But it's like your fans. I feel like the fans should always come first. And 
the fans should always weigh out the people who've never heard of it or seen it. Agree, because I feel like if you make the movie, the people who don't know, like when Avengers started getting big, they were going to come see it anyways. All the mm-hmm. people who had finally got caught on that their comic book movies were a thing, they were going to come see it anyways. If you cater to the fans, they have nothing to go by. They've never read the comics. They don't know anything. They only know these movies. So they have nothing to go by. So if you stick it to the comics, they're still going to come see it. And then the comic book fans are happy. I feel like a lot of what happened with the X-Men franchise, why it's considered one of the worst at this point, is because they just like literally wiped their ass with the source material. Like, there's so much stuff here. Like in X2, we have we get a scene with Nightcrawler and Mystique, mm-hmm. and we never acknowledge that that's his mother. You know what I mean? We have Juggernaut and Professor X, we never acknowledge that they're brothers. We have all these different re- relationships, even in um like Days of Futures Past. We have Quicksilver and Magneto, and they're just skirting around the fact that that's his son. Like, yeah, I remember you were telling me about that. And they kind of acknowledge it in Apocalypse, but never really like do anything with it. They're like, oh yeah, he's my dad. And then Mystique's like, well, that's your dad. That's it. End of, yeah, end of discussion. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing like, here? Oh, you have a father? Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> You've got parents. Right? <laughs> I thought you just came from nothing. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so much here in this universe, in this world, and they do nothing. They just like, hey, you want to blow some shit up? We're going to blow some shit up. (laughs) That's it. End of movie. Yeah. Bullshit. (laughs) Well, I give it, I give it a three. Honestly. Because I didn't have as many expectations as you did. Yeah. Like I said, when I first seen this movie, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I, I thought lie. it was an okay movie. When I watched it again, like, as we were analyzing it while we yeah. were watching it, it, it is, like, um, it's a lot of parts that deserve explanations and that I felt confused on. So, yeah, I would say a three. Yeah, it's, like, exactly, like, because when I went to see it in theaters when it came out, because I remember I was telling you, I was doing some stuff somewhere else and as soon as I was able I, that was the first thing I did when I got back mm-hmm. I went to go see this movie and I I saw it and I didn't hate it but it wasn't until I saw it again that I was like this movie sucks <laughs> <laughs> like at first I was like that's no it's not as good as X2 yeah. and it's not bad but then I was like no I was just too excited and I just let that I let the fact that I was excited let me be like there's no way this movie is gonna be bad like that's how I felt <laughs> And then I was like, damn it, I'm going to look like an asshole. I'm telling everybody this movie is great, and it is not. It's not. Right? It's like everything, all your expectations are just getting cut. Yeah. <laughs> scene by scene. Oh, my God. It's like it can't get any, it can't get any worse. And oh, then it, it does. It does. Because <laughs> like, the big, I think the biggest thing was all of us knew, all of us comic book fans, we were like, the Phoenix is going to be in this movie. So, yeah, we're finally getting the Phoenix. Everybody, it's go time. Like, this isn't a drill. We're getting the Phoenix in an X-Men movie. No, we did not. We got maybe five minutes of Phoenix. Who directed it? Well, if I'm telling Brian Singer directed the first two X-Men movies. Were they good? Yes. Okay. Brett Ratner directed this one. So fuck you, Brett Ratner. <laughs> because Brian Singer, I, and this is, and even fuck him too, because 
when X-Men Apocalypse was announced, Brian Singer was back as the director. And we were like, oh shit, Brian Singer's back. We might get some good X-Men movies yeah. again. But you know what? They do that in a, in a lot of movies, like especially if they are based off comic books and uh, books. That's one thing I don't like because they feel it feels like they try to rush things. Yeah. And I feel like when they rush things, they miss opportunity to do so much with a scene or like like anything a chapter that you read or a comic book like they miss so much and they could have done more with it but instead they try to rush it which to me it's stupid why are you trying to rush some rush something when if you just cater to the fans you can make movies after movies after movies after movies because the fan is always going to go see what's next like oh my vision it's like you know when you read something you get that vision while you're reading it. It reminds me of when we were talking about Hobbs and Shaw, how that movie could have been split up into mm-hmm. three separate movies. I feel like the problem with like movie making in that sense, especially with movies like this, is there has to be a fine like something has to be final. And I don't think that's the case. I think you can leave it open. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can end the movie with like a climb a climax that doesn't have uh, like where nothing gets solved mm-hmm. and leave it for the next movie because this story still needs to be told and, exactly. we're, and when we're talking about something like the Phoenix or in the Avengers case like Age of Ultron or even the other X-Men movie Age of Apocalypse like you can't tell that story in an hour and 30 minutes it's not you gonna can't. happen like not at all and I feel like especially as, as the author of it like for instance one of my stories that I write if mm-hmm. I if one of them came to life I would want to be involved. If I can't be involved, you can't use my story because I want what I envision and my head to what I see. But sometimes that's even bad because the movie we're doing next week, she was involved. The writer was involved. But exactly, but I feel like she was involved. I feel like she was involved, but she didn't have any say. Yeah, that's know. why I, I feel know. like that movie bombed so bad because well I think it bombed because only you know about it write a good <laughs> book and then have your I, I don't know it, it was just yeah it was you're odd. the only one who knew that book existed <laughs> no I wasn't you're the only one <laughs> my cousin Myko, uh she she's the one who introduced me to those shout books. out to Myko. shout Mike out to love you and miss you boo but yeah it it was just it was bad i know i was there <laughs> and i, I feel there. bad too because i you guys, hyped I, I hyped this movie up to him so much tell, like, tell him what it is Let, let's talk the, about let's tell him what it is the mortal instrument next week we are doing a movie what was it called city of bones yes the mortal instrument city of bones um i've read this book in a long time but i've never read it uh it's pretty, i just remember you telling me about it and based on what you told me about it this movie does not lead up to those expectations. I didn't even read it, and it and it it yeah. was disappointing. <laughs> like it is like a little. Uh, it was I read it in my teens. It's like a teenage novel. <laughs> young adult. That's what they're called. Yes, the YA. Young adult books, but it was just supposed to be like fantasy. Uh, teenage yeah, sex. Oh, you say it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is, though. Tell me I'm wrong. Like, I'm not a teenager no more, so ill. Yeah, but that's exactly what's in these books. But if, if, no, but you know what? They didn't even, like, closer to the end of the books. That's when, like, really all the romantics should start happening. But 
it, it just like like a, a sci-fi that's what i got yeah. like when i was reading it that's what it was just in my head like a sci-fi and the characters like she really brought the characters to life and their background like the whole story and when i saw the movie i was like there's no See, way i remember because when you were telling me about it like i got like there's a lot because you were telling me there's vampires there's, there's like vampires zombies, zombies demons, demons there's magic, fairies like, yeah like i said it's like a so sci-fi. it's like the, the 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 universe in itself is set up to be rich yes and, and the this only, movie did none of that none of that and it's like the only people they're called shadow hunters where they were the show much, about they, it too. yeah and then they, they, did you watch that no, I seen the first uh, episode. And just checked and, out because they ruined the the TV show too. They ruined everything. But yeah, it's like these well, people are form, supposed so. to be made from like um, pretty much God. Like they have his powers and everything, and uh, they sent him. They he made them to fight off all the demons and vampires and everything. So it it is. It's to me. It was it was a good book. I wish the movies were the same, but well, we'll we will uh, definitely well get... movie. It sucked so bad. Yeah. They only made one. That wasn't happening. And the only the show only had one season. They were both horrible. Like why? I want to call that guy up who made the <laughs> Avengers and be like, hey, can you do this movie, please? He's gonna be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> because it's not. It's a lot of action in that book as well. And it is a lot of action, action and it's terrible movie. action in the movie. They messed up the action scenes. Well, they yeah. destroyed we it. Will, we will definitely get to talk all kinds of shit about <laughs> it next week. But uh, so outside of that, it's still it's still date night podcast. Would you consider this movie X-Men The Last Stand a date night movie? Oh, No. I wouldn't. It's because it is a little. Uh, it's okay, but I wouldn't consider it a date night movie. Yeah, this isn't the kind of movie I think I would be like, "Hey, let's go see X Men." Yeah, like, I would. I would more be like, "Do you want to come?" Like, you can. Yeah, but I'll like, go. That's like a hangout. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. all go. You guys want to go to the movie? You guys bored? You want to go see X Men? Shit sucks. <laughs> At the cheapies. Yeah. Okay, we'll go watch it at the cheapies <laughs> with those terrible seats and sticky ass floors. They actually upgraded the seats. <laughs> oh, so they're less terrible? Yeah. Alright, so obviously my phone is going off right now. But uh that was X-Men, the last stand for my first disappointing movie month i actually changed what my second one's gonna be but we will definitely get to that so yeah yep so anything anything you want to add anything uh, you want to say no no oh rest in peace to chadwick boseman oh, very sad to hear that he passed to a couple of days ago phenomenal hero our hero he played all our heroes and uh you know he will be missed but he won't be forgotten so I just wanted to get that out there. Rest in peace. There's a lot of movies he's done too. We're gonna have to do some of his movies for sure. I mean, yeah. it's it's inevitable. We're definitely gonna get to Black Panther. I I honestly didn't know though he had all those movies out. Oh yeah, he's been working. Yeah. He's been working. <laughs> but yes, and there's one on Netflix that he did, like a Netflix original that I think is really good that we should watch. I can't remember the name. It's like something about the king. But yeah, we gotta watch it. Oh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It was like Moon is King or something like that. Like, I don't know either. I was just. Uh, I just remember he like he comes from Africa to the states to find his sister. And he yeah, out a bunch of people. So yeah, I do, cool. I do want to see that. Um, 
but yeah and to everybody who I, I don't know I wouldn't even say like that all I say is don't judge anybody of their appearance or anything because in reality you never know what a person is going through fair enough you never know so shoot if you see anybody you see a person walking on the street just smile like hey hi hello I try to say hello to people when I walk by them because you know usually compliment ladies on their hair yeah i compliment i compliment everybody i always You're give like, out oh compliments my God, I love your hair. and unlike some people i don't expect compliments back First off. <laughs> <laughs> you know if, what i'm out of I, here i'm checking out <laughs> but you have to i am so you never right know a little a hey and a, oh you're you know you look cute or that can go a long way to brightening up somebody's day and that's one of the reasons why I do it too. All right. So, yes. so on that note, we will be up out of here. We will see you next week with uh, the Shadow Hunters. What was it? What was it? Uh, City of the Mortal, Mortal Instruments. Instrument, City, City of, of Bones. Bones. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that movie again. God damn. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. All right. But everybody, hope you guys have a good day, good evening, good night. Good week, good month, good year, right. all that good stuff. Any, yeah. We are out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye.